0: Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the KettleCast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we'll be talking about the Hawks' 117-111 to 111 win over the Golden State Warriors. The Hawks come back to the farm and have a slugfest with the Golden State Warriors. Despite 37 points from Steph Curry, the Hawks are able to get the win on their return to Atlanta. Without further ado, let's get into it. It's nice to see the Hawks be able to take a little two-game winning streak and stretch it into a three-game winning streak. After a really long and tough road trip, eight games where the Hawks went 4-4, and they're able to come back to State Farm Arena and get a win over the Warriors, a team they should beat, but in a game that went back and forth, and Steph Curry did everything he could to try to keep the Warriors in it and try to get a win for the Golden State Warriors, um, this was a game that went back and forth. Neither team had a lead greater than eight. Um, and it looked like there was times when the Hawks were going to be able to pull away and the Warriors were able to get stops and finally start hitting some threes. And then it looked like the Warriors might get to pull away and, and maybe take this game home. And Danilo Gallinari hits a, had a big run in the third quarter that didn't let that happen. But um, looking at this game, it was a really weird game, a really disjointed game. It went on for two Hours and 27 minutes. Most Hawks games go between two hours and two hours and 15 minutes. So this game really seemed to go on for a long time. And a lot of that was just the amount of fouls and free throws that were shot. The Warriors were 15 of 21 from the free throw line. The Hawks were 35 of 45. 45 free throws is a ton. And the Hawks would need every one of those free throws to get the win. Both teams seemed to miss their free throws at the beginning of the game. And then when it starts getting down to crunch time, each team tightened up a bit and was able to get some free throws to fall. But this is a game that went back and forth. Again, kind of seemed like the Warriors had the energy early. They got nice um, shots and finishes from both Draymond Green, who had scored zero points in the earlier matchup this season during that road trip for the Hawks. Um, But he had some buckets in the first quarter. He had a nice assist to James Wiseman, the rookie Center for the Warriors, um, who had a finish the alley oop over Clint Capella, which doesn't happen very often. Um, but both teams would sort of uh, simmer down a little bit, and it would be 24 to 24 after one. In the second period, the Hawks would build a eight point um, lead that would immediately be erased by the Warriors. The Hawks were able to go on a little bit of a run to build their biggest lead and the Warriors would erase that, and that was a combination of the Warriors making plays and the Hawks starting to make some really bad turnovers. There were a ton of turnovers on both sides of the ball. Atlanta had 15 turnovers. The Warriors had 16 turnovers. Part of that, the Hawks had 10 steals, and the Warriors had 12 steals, but it was just not very beautiful basketball. Um, there were moments of great passing in this game, but a lot of this was disjointed back and forth. And at the end of the first half, the Hawks were trying to get the ball in. And Solomon Hill, just instead of taking a timeout or just letting the ball, just taking the five-second penalty, tried to throw the ball in. And Kent Basemore just intercepted it, got it to Kelly Oubre for a dunk. And the um, Warriors were able to use that momentum to take a two-point lead into the half. In the third quarter, the Warriors started to get rolling a little bit. Steph Curry had started percolating a little in the second period and he started really getting going in the third and uh, the Warriors were able to build their biggest lead, a six point lead in the period when Danilo Gallinari went on a big run by himself. He had a nice little um, layup slash just runner shot that he was able to get over James Wiseman somehow um, to kind of cut the lead to four. And then he hit a three pointer um, and just really started getting rolling that third period. And, after all that, at the end of the third period, the Warrior, it was tied um, and the Warriors had the last pass and Steph Curry was out up top um, at the top of the key dancing with Kevin Herter, was able to get Herter moving a little bit and then just drain the three. And I think everybody in the entire arena and everybody watching knew exactly what was going to happen on that play. The Hawks didn't do anything to get the ball out of Curry's hands. And Curry just does what he does. Steph hit the three-pointer and that pushed the lead to three going into the fourth period. Now, the fourth period would be huge for the Hawks. They got huge contributions from Lou Williams, who was making his return to Atlanta, his debut in Atlanta since that trade, and Danilo Gallinari. Both players would end up scoring 12 points in the final period of the game. Um, Lou Williams, in particular, got going from the field. He was was able to get to the basket. He was able to uh, get to his patented uh, Go to, the le- go to the left and have a little fadeaway. And he was also helped finding the big men. He had a big shot where he didn't make the shot, but he got it on the rim where Clint Capella was able to get an easy and one. Um, and Lou Williams just was able to really keep a second unit going and a unit of veterans who really locked down this game for the Hawks when Trey Young was not having his best night. But uh, Lou and Gallo had 12 points in that fourth quarter, um, and the Hawks ended up outscoring the Warriors 38-29 to in the f- fourth quarter to ultimately get the 117-111 to win. Um, one of the biggest plays of the game, I thought, was right at a minute to go. The Warriors had cut the lead down to four, and uh, it seemed a little more precarious than it could be. And Bogdan Bogdanovich came down the court, really ran the entire shot clock down, got to the left side. And it looked like he only had time to maybe get a shot up but instead of taking a shot, he found Clint Capella somehow, and Clint Capella put the ball in the basket without even bringing it down. It wasn't an alley-oop, or at least not in the traditional sense. Capella didn't dunk it, but uh, Bogdanovich threw the ball up. Capella was able to get to it, put the ball over uh, over the rim to get two points, and that six-point lead really forced the Warriors to now to try to take three-pointers instead of just being able to get quick twos. But it was really awesome to see The Hawks go with this veteran five-man unit in the fourth quarter. Um, Nate McMillan stuck with the second unit to start the fourth quarter, but then he went to a unit that was Bogdan Bogdanovich, Clint Capella, uh, Lou Williams, Tony Snell, and uh, Danilo Gallinari. That's four guys who were not on the Hawks last season and one guy that didn't play for the Hawks after he was acquired via trade in Clint Capella. That's just not a lineup that the Hawks have had during this time with Trey Young. And um, to see that unit really come together, and those are all veteran players. Uh, Each of them had a big possession down the stretch, it seems like. I mean, Lou Williams and Gallo combined for 24 points. Uh, Tony Snell had a big three in the corner where you know Tony Snell is going to make his three pointers if he gets it as open as it was. Bogdan did a great job. Um, holding the ball and it was just an awesome performance from those five and that's just not been an option the Hawks have had to have a unit without Trey Young out there that can get the job done. Looking at the, uh, the how the Hawks played Clint Capella had a monster game 10 of 16 4 of 6 from the free throw line 24 points he had 18 rebounds five of those offensive a steal and two blocks. Clint Capella just continued what he did against the Warriors here in Atlanta and James Wiseman had a t- tough time with him, the Warriors really don't have anyone who can defend the big man from Switzerland. Trey Young had a tough game, three of eleven, oh four on his three pointers, uh, seven of eight at the free throw line for thirteen points, two rebounds, three assists, and uh, seven turnovers. It just did not look like Trey had it going. Um, the first in the first quarter, he had his floater really working, and, and usually that's a good sign of how Trey's going to do. But he just—I don't know if he was trying to match Steph Curry or. Um, he's just still getting off of this knee injury, but Trey did not look the same. And it was awesome that the Hawks were able to get a win on a night when their star isn't playing his best. Bogdan Bogdanovic cooled off a little bit from his hot games on that road trip, but he was three of 10 from the field, three of six from three point land, one of six from the free throw line for 10 points. He had three rebounds, five assists, two steals. Kevin Herter, four of 11, two of seven on threes. Both of Both of his threes were catch and shoot. Um, plays where the Hawks had beautiful ball movement to get Kevin the ball. Uh, one was in the far corner, and one was about in the corner, and it was awesome to see Kevin just get the ball and shoot it. He had four assists and three steals. He was the only uh, starter of the Hawks who was in a plus on the plus minus at plus seven. He had an awesome dunk. He got the ball, was able to break uh, Poole's ankles and get right to the rim and dunk it. Vince Carter was commentating on the game and just couldn't have been happier that uh, Red Velvet finally is throwing down some jams. Finally, to round out the starters, Solomon Hill started. He was two of five, one of four from the free throw, uh, from the three-point land for five points. He had three assists as well. Again, it's good to see that the assists kind of spread out up and down the uh, lineup when Trey Young isn't playing his best basketball. It was a low assist night for the Hawks, 19 assists, and you know that means that the Hawks don't really have a big chance to win if they're not getting a ton of assists. The big difference for the Hawks in this game was they got to the free-throw line 45 times. Tony Snell was able to get to the free-throw line. Danilo Gallinari, who we're going to talk about, got to the free-throw line 15 times. Um, So the Hawks were able to take some of the youthful and um, just poor defensive mistakes by the Golden State Warriors. Kelly Oubre, in particular, had five fouls himself, but use that aggressiveness, get to the free-throw line, and really keep themselves in this game. Danilo Gallinari had... 25 points including those 13 of 15 free throw shots um he had 10 rebounds and he was part of that fourth quarter group that really closed down the game it kind of seemed like anytime the hawks needed to get a bucket they could go to the rooster and he was able to either shoot it over the warriors or get to the free throw line um and then lou williams man five of 15 two of three three from three point land he had 15 points three rebounds two assists a steal and he was just getting wherever he wanted to go. To see him come in and be this just such a competent leader and really kind of push the Hawks to get into what they want to do, he really helps the bigs for the Hawks because of how aggressive he is getting into the paint and forcing these defenses to, to decide if they're going to guard his fadeaway or get to the bigs. Um, we talked about Clint Capella's night. Aneka Kongu had a strong 16 minutes where he was one of two from the field. He got to the free throw line seven times. Okongwu was 5 of 7 from the free throw line, 7 points. He had 6 rebounds, one of them offensive, a steal, an assist, and it was really one of uh, Okongwu's better performances. He tried a couple times to just wipe out uh, Warriors defenders. He wasn't able to do that, but um, just really nice performance from him. And then finally, Tony Snell, 2 of 3, all of his shots coming from the 3-point land. Um He hit two of them, was two of two from the free throw line for eight points, had a rebound, a steal, a block, an assist. His block was on the last play of the game where the Warriors were down by six, still trying to get a last three-pointer up, and um, Tony Snell blocked Steph Curry, which doesn't ha- happen very often. So um, really nice performances up and down the Hawks' uh, scoring sheet. It was really good to see again in a night where Trey Young just didn't have his best performance. The Hawks were, again, without John Collins, no DeAndre Hunter. Uh, Reddish and Chris Dunn continue to be out. The Hawks are able to come home and get a win in a tough game that was back and forth really a, up until the end. Um, from the Warriors' side of things, Steph Curry just was really got going and it started to feel like, oh, no, the former two-time MVP is going to be able to carry his team into Atlanta and get a win. We didn't see Steph earlier this season when the Hawks played the Warriors, so getting to see the full Steph experience was fun, if not terrifying. He was 12 of 23 from the field, only 13 of 12 from three-point land. Um, Got to the free throw line 12 times for 10 10 points there for 37 points overall, five rebounds, two assists, two steals. Steph did have eight turnovers, and both Steph and Trey seemed to be bothered by what the rest were allowing to happen to them dribbling the ball. Steph, in particular, had a couple of turnovers where he just stopped playing after the turnover to complain, and Trey um, did a little bit of the same. I thought Trey was getting hammered as he was taking some of his shots, but the two point guards just couldn't get anything from the refs on that end of the court. Andrew Wiggins had a nice game, 16 points, five rebounds, two assists, and two steals. He hit some big three-pointers early in the game to keep the Warriors in it. And then Kelly Oubre, was just a menace on the glass he was able to get 10, 11 rebounds to go with his 20 points for a double double two assists three blocks five fouls to go with those three blocks so he's very aggressive defender um sometimes overly aggressive and I thought that hurt the Warriors a little bit and contributed to the 45 free throws that the Hawks got Draymond Green super weird stat line 11 points seven rebounds 11 assists and four steals um, he is almost overpassing the ball at some points. Uh, there are times where he's, he, he made a three-pointer in this game, but there was another point in the game where the Hawks just completely disregarded Draymond at the top of the key. Um, and to the Warriors' credit, they were able to score on that possession. But um, Draymond Green is certainly a little bit of a better performance than the one he did after proclaiming himself the best defensive player of the game and then allowing John Collins to go off for a career-high 38 points. And then um, James Wiseman had eight points, five rebounds. He was very effective early and not so much at the end of the game. Um, But the Warriors, you know, are struggling right now. And it was good for the Hawks to come in and really could have led a game where you get back to Atlanta after this big road trip and sort of relax and let a team that is really struggling get a win um, to make themselves feel good. But that veteran unit, that unit of players who the Hawks did not have going into the last year really came down and... Locked down a win. The Hawks move to 26-24 and on the season, and they have games both tomorrow and Thursday, another back-to-back. So we'll see if the Hawks are able to keep their momentum. After facing the Warriors on this road trip and then coming back to State Farm Arena to face them, they do a similar thing where the Hawks are now face the New Orleans Pelicans, who they beat to finish their road trip. And uh, the Pelicans should have their big guns back, including Zion, Lonzo Ball, Uh, and josh hart and we'll see if the hawks are able to continue to play well keep stretching this win streak go from three to four and keep pushing their way up the eastern conference standings but big win for the hawks really good to see the hawks win on a night where their star player doesn't play his best and really good to see all the full veteran squad unit have a really strong performance in a nice little moment um for the hawks to get the win um We will talk about the New Orleans Pelicans game after that one, and we'll talk to you later. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. And if you could leave a rating or review on whatever platform you use to get your podcast, that's a huge help to the KettleCast. Go Hawks!